That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical fitness lover, Kayla Nolan. Happy Monday. I hope you guys had a really good week, weekend. I actually had a really good week, like thinking back to it. I was so productive during the actual week, kept to myself, did a lot of home stuff. And then the weekend, I had such a fun weekend just with my friends. We went up to LA. I'll talk more about all of that later on, but let's get into it. I want to talk about the fall time. I know I've talked like here and there about one, how much I love fall because I really do love just the spirit of fall and I love fall candles and I love fall fashion and I love fall content, just everything about the fall. I just love it so much. It's my favorite time of the year, but even deeper than that, I feel like the fall is a time to kind of look inward and focus more on yourself. I've always felt like that. I think because like in the summertime, I guess you're around more people, you're going on vacations, your schedule could be a little bit less strict. Like in terms of school, you're obviously on summer break and things like that. Just growing up, I always felt like the fall time was more like a cozy, comforting feeling. And I mean, as I was younger, I didn't really think of it as like, oh, I need to focus on myself during the season. But as I've gotten older, that's what that like cozy feeling is kind of turned into. It's been more of like a reflecting season of life and a season that I kind of like prep for the new year and new year's resolutions, which I know like it's way too early to talk about that. But truly, I feel like I'm the type of person where I don't want to wait for new year's resolutions. I don't want to wait for the new year to feel good. And the fall time to me is the time to continue to feel good. And I think like looking back in my life, the fall time might have been an unmotivated season of life for me because I think just dealing with body image issues and stuff, I was a little bit more motivated during the summertime. But now looking at my life, I truly prioritize how I feel every single day. And it doesn't have to do with what I'm wearing in terms of like summer fashion versus fall fashion. It doesn't have to do with me going out and seeing more people or whatever the situation is, I truly just want to feel good year round. And I don't want to like wait for the new year and feel like crap during the holiday season and then like spark my motivation at the beginning of the year. To me, that's kind of like going up and going down. And I just prefer to feel constant throughout the entire year. So as I've gotten older, I've really realized that the fall can be a time to focus on yourself too, just like the summer is, just like the new year. So I want to talk about what I actually do during the fall time and what 
my intention is for the fall, what I've learned along the way. So we're going to talk about that today. But my not so typical obsession this week, something I've been obsessed with that might not be typical to me is really enjoying time with my friends without having like the pressure of being productive and stuff. And I feel like this is very niche, but my personality type, which I hate, I'm not like promoting this. It's just when I fully am enjoying myself or like hanging out with my friends, I always feel like I should be doing something more productive or I should be working or I should be cleaning my house or going and working out or going grocery shopping. Like I always feel like I should be doing something more productive than just hanging out, which is not a good thing. And I do know in my brain that hanging out and fully shutting off and recharging is so good for you. So I don't know why I always go back to just like having this kind of pressure on my shoulders of having to be productive when it's just like you do not need to be productive 24-7. But even this weekend, I went to LA for a day and I was hanging out with my friends and I planned just to do nothing all day. I didn't have anything to get back to or anything like that. And I still caught myself feeling like, oh, like I should get home and do this or I should get home and go walk Coco and be with Coco. And so many things are in my head while I'm hanging out with people when that shouldn't be the case. Like I should be able to just go enjoy my life and be able to go hang out with friends on a Saturday all day long if I want to. And it's something that I've been working on. And I did let myself obviously stay. Like I wasn't going to go home for no reason. So my obsession this week is just fully enjoying my time with my friends and not feeling like I have to be doing something else or feel like I have to be productive 24-7 because you don't. Um, That brings me into my not so typical dislike this week, which has been feeling like you're falling off of motivation during the fall because like I said at the beginning, at least for me, this is just like going off of my personal experience my entire life. I feel like the fall time is a time that's more cozy. You feel like staying in, you feel like laying in bed all day, sleeping in. It's totally normal and a positive thing to take breaks. And I just think that the fall time is supposed to be a cozy time of life. It's supposed to be a slower time of life, for me at least. And I think the society pressure, the society's conclusion that sleeping in is unproductive or having a movie day is unproductive. When in reality, when we give ourselves breaks and we recharge ourselves, it rejuvenates us. It does that exact thing. It recharges us. So it is a good thing. And my dislike this week is just feeling like that's not a good thing when it really is. So if you're struggling with that, if you feel like the fall time is an unproductive time and you feel negative about that, I just challenge you to think of it in a positive way and know that it's okay and we all need breaks and we all need rest. So yeah, that's something that I constantly remind myself of. I'm not like sitting here and saying that I'm perfect at this and that I'm constantly letting myself rest and letting myself take breaks, which I do let myself take breaks. I feel like that's very normal and you guys can see that in my YouTube videos and stuff, but I'm not going to lie and say that I don't sometimes sit there and feel like I should be doing something more productive or it gets to the end of the day and I'm like, oh my God, I literally did nothing today. I catch myself feeling that way all the time. It just like I have to let that thought pass. And that's really something that I've learned in life that it's okay when you have these thoughts that contradict what you know is okay or what you know is right. But 
it's kind of like what you do with the, that thought. And I used to be someone that would just spiral and spiral and constantly feel bad about myself. But I feel like one of the biggest achievements I've made in life is not letting myself have that spiral and either catching it and turning it into something more positive or just putting my focus towards something else or putting that fuel into something more positive. So for example, even this week, I felt like I had a moment where I did feel like, okay, I've been very unproductive lately. I've been all over the place, blah, blah, blah. And instead of just sitting there and feeling like a failure and feeling like this feeling is never going to go away, I just was like, okay, well, tomorrow I'm going to wake up. I'm going to make my bed. I'm going to plan out my week. I'm going to schedule my workouts. And like, I just took that as motivation and turned it into something positive rather than looking at it as a negative thing. So yeah, my word of the week this week is going to be two words, actually. I'm cheating, but it's going to be work ethic. And to me, work ethic is so important. It's just showing up for yourself, showing up for your business, whatever the case may be, your job position, your manager, whatever it is. I've always prioritized work ethic. And I think it's even more important in the time of life that I'm in because I am my own boss and I'm working towards things that I really want career-wise. So yeah, I just want to have really good work ethic this week. So that's my word of the week. Let's get into the actual episode where we talk about how I'm prepping for fall. I have eight things that I focus on for the fall. The first one is something that I've recently learned, which is called habit stacking. And if you don't know what it is, there's so much more information about it online. But the idea of it is taking a habit that you do every single day and stacking something on top of it. So for example, say if every single morning you wake up and you instantly make your coffee, that's definitely something that I do. So the idea of it is to stack a habit that you don't do yet on top of something that you already do every single day. So for me, something that I've been working on is filling up a water the second I make a coffee because I already wake up every morning and the first thing I do is go make a coffee. So to really get myself to get in the habit of also drinking water in the morning, I'm going to stack that habit on top of something that I already do all the time. I just heard about it. So I'll let you guys know an update like the longer I do it. And I think that the more you get used to it, the more habits you can stack on. So maybe once I've gotten really in the habit of making my coffee and then also grabbing a water, I'll add on top of that going upstairs and making my bed at the same time. And then it'll just become the habit that I do every single day. And those are three little things that I know will make me feel good. So yeah, habit stacking is a huge one. I feel like it's such a good way to start being more productive if that's something that you struggle with or if there is a habit that you have in mind that you do want to do every single day, but you just don't maybe remember it or you don't stay motivated doing it that's a really easy way to kind of not trick yourself but get back in the habit or get into the habit of doing something you really want to do so habit stacking is my number one my number two is focusing on inner work during the fall and I never knew what this was and I just felt like it was such a deep topic when I first heard about inner work but the definition of inner work if you're aren't sure of what it is, it's any form of deliberate and ongoing reflective practice that increases awareness of yourself, others, and systems. So there's so many ways that you can practice inner work. Some ways that I do and include into my daily life is one, 
opening up to others. I feel like when I have conversations about my feelings and what I'm going through with other people, their experiences, their thoughts help me like open up what I truly feel and what maybe I wasn't noticing about myself or just even feeling like someone relates to me is such a good feeling and it helps me look even deeper inward and I've noticed that a lot even just having friends in my industry and making more friends in the social media world because that's obviously a huge part of my life. I do social media full-time and with social media comes a lot of mental struggle. I think everyone has learned that. Just so many people have been open about that online where I'm lucky I don't deal with like hate comments, but a lot of my struggle with social media is just the internal feeling of not being good enough and comparison tying a lot of my self-worth to numbers and things like that because how well you're doing on social media in terms of numbers has a direct correlation to everything on the back end of social media, how much you make, how many views you're getting, how many people are commenting, the community you're building, and it's really hard not to have like low self-worth thoughts when maybe your channel isn't doing as well or your TikTok algorithm is not as good. So I've definitely had struggles being in the world of social media, which I'm not complaining. It's I would not trade it for the world, especially because I feel like I have made an impact and I constantly remind myself of that so that I feel good about it. But it's helped so much having friends that also struggle with things like this in the industry and it makes me feel less alone and it makes me realize oh I feel like that too or oh that's something that I should be doing when I start to feel this way and to me that's huge on my inner self and reflection so that's something that really helps me is just opening up to others journaling really helps me I feel like that's a way to open up to yourself and I think that journaling maybe because it's become more popular on social media it has this weird vibe to it for some reason. I don't know. I was watching a YouTube video and somebody was like, I tried to journal this morning because all the like YouTube girlies do it, but do they really do it? Like, do they really sit there and journal? And I was just watching the video and I was just like, wait, yeah, like I do sit there and journal. Like I, I don't think of it as a weird thing at all or something that's like a really meticulous habit because I genuinely love to write And maybe because I've always journaled, like I've had a diary my whole life growing up. I always, always journaled. So I totally understand if it's not something that someone's always done. So they might think, what the heck, this is so weird to just like write to yourself. But to me, it's such a daily habit of mine that I feel like it is normal and it's such a way to focus on your inner self. So I don't know. I think it truly helps. And even if it feels cheesy or weird at the beginning, I feel like the more you do it, the more it just becomes normal and just a way to focus on yourself and reflect and to get your emotions out. And when you keep writing and writing, like if you write three pages and you just sit down and fully write whatever's on your mind, I feel like you'll be surprised the way that you feel about certain things. And you'll be writing about something completely different. And then an emotion will come up and you're like, oh, Like, I want to write about this right now. And it makes you discover different things inward. And I just think that journaling and reflection and self-awareness has changed who I am. I feel like I'm such a different person in such a good way, too. Everybody obviously changes, but it's such a good thing. Like, 
that's literally the point of life is to evolve and change and grow and I was just hanging out with some of my high school best friends and we were just talking about how we've all changed a lot and I've just noticed so much growth in my life that I don't even recognize who I was in high school or before that or even just in college like I don't recognize the person that I was because I've grown so much and I truly think that's a good thing and I also credit that to inner work and journaling and being more open with friendships and another thing is like going on walks by yourself being in nature even putting on a podcast because sometimes hearing other people's thoughts even just going back to how I said opening up to other people can just help you realize things about you and help you grow as a person and I think podcasts is such a cool way to do that even this podcast like the conversations I have with you guys is genuinely like what I have in my journal so it's very weird and scary that I share things like this online but it also could be really helpful for you guys listening and it can help you guys realize things so I wouldn't take it back for the world and I just can't overthink it but yeah podcast is definitely a way that I focus on myself even more really quickly before we keep going I want to talk to you guys about Upside. Upside is sponsoring today's podcast episode. When I first found out about Upside I truly thought it was way too good to be true. I was just like "Mm, I don't really believe that that's gonna work but you guys know me and Hunter. We go out to eat so much. We spend so much money on gas driving up to LA, driving home to Arizona and if you're like me and you cringe at just the thought of spending way too much money on stuff like that, then this is the app for you guys. Upside has been helping us personally save so much money in different departments like gas bills, restaurants. Literally, all you have to do is download the free app in the app store. It's called Upside. Next, you just claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. You click check-in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and then you get paid. It's that easy. It's that simple. It's not too good to be true. In comparison to credit cards, rewards, loyalty programs, you can earn up to three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have their 4.8 star rating on the app store. You guys can actually download the free Upside app and use promo code TYPICAL to get $5 off or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code TYPICAL. Thank you, Upside, for sponsoring today's podcast and let's get back into it. So the fifth one is going back to my not-so-typical obsession this week, which is compartmentalizing. When I'm with my friends, I want to fully be with my friends. I don't want to be focusing on work, but also trying to like catch up and hear about their weekend where I feel like, especially with my job, there's a lot of blurred lines and maybe I do hang out with someone because we want to film blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, that would be more of like a work day, but then there's going to be times where I want to hang out and I don't want to vlog or I don't want to be sitting there taking Instagram content. And even just talking about social media to me can feel so like surface level. And I hate feeling that way because it is such a big part of my life. And it's a big part of a lot of people's lives. Even if you don't do this as a job, the reality is we all scroll on social media. We all take Instagram pictures sometimes or post stories, listen to podcasts, things like that. So I just think it's important to not have that be your whole life. And sometimes it is a good thing to just put your phone away and it's okay if you don't get an Instagram story of your meal. It's okay if you didn't share that you hung out with friends that day. I promise one, nobody really cares and two, you shouldn't be doing these things to like show it. You shouldn't be 
hanging out with people just to post it. You shouldn't be going to a nice restaurant just to share it. You know what I mean? So it is really good, I think, to compartmentalize. And the definition of compartmentalize is just the division of something into sections. So I'm a huge like organizer, putting things into sections, that sort of thing. Like I literally have three different journals, one for work, one for mind dumping and one for like actual like journal prompts and stuff. So I'm definitely a section off person. It's my personality type. For me, at least I've noticed that having these sections of my life where some days I'm more chill and I'm not focusing on work, I'm not focusing on fitness, I'm not focusing on anything. And just a way that you guys could relate this into your own lives is say you really are on this fitness journey where you're really motivated, you really want to feel good, it's a huge part of your life. I think it's important to have time where you just don't even have a single thought about that. You don't let it control your entire life. I'm not even just talking about fitness. It could also be the business that you started. It can be really easy to put your all into something, which is such a good personality type, at least in my opinion, because that is my personality type. I've always felt like it is a good quality to want to go zero to 100 and have that drive, but you have to be able to recognize when you need to take a step back. You need to pour into other areas of your life and keep it balanced. Balance is such a huge part of building a brand, building a business, reaching your career goals, even like in terms of me trying to become a personal trainer. If I were to just overwhelm myself and think, okay, I'm going to study this entire week. I'm going to get done 10 sections a day and just do it all day long. By the end of the week, like I'm going to be so burnt out I'm going to just be so over it and my personality type is going to be, I'm going to shut off at that point. And I think a lot of people can relate to this, especially when you get really motivated about something. It's almost all you think about. Think about New Year's resolutions. So many people just go zero to a hundred so quick and then they fall off of that motivation because they burnt themselves out or they overthought it. They start to feel negative because they didn't see the results right away. And they feel like, oh, well, I just went zero to 100. Shouldn't I see results really quick? That's not how life works. If life worked like that, everyone would be reaching all their goals and be successful and there'd be no bumps in the road. That's just not how it works. So compartmentalizing is something that's helped me just section off my life and be able to pour into different cups and have a well-rounded lifestyle. And I think it's really important and I think it's really helped me. Another thing I want to chat about is for the fall time, I think it's important to set the vibe that you have the intention of. So I think we all know by now my vibe is just to feel cozy. I want to make an effort to feel that way. You can't just say, oh, I want to have a cozy fall and then expect to have a cozy fall. You have to follow through with the little things that build up to that end goal. For me, like cooking soups, getting tea, setting a vibe at night, putting my phone away at night, watching movies, cozying up with a blanket, cleaning my room. There's so much that goes into setting the vibe that you want for your lifestyle and it's super achievable. I feel like I always get these comments on all of my channels on TikTok and on Instagram and stuff that's like, oh my god, your lifestyle is so perfect. Oh my gosh, you have such an amazing outlook on 
fitness and wellness. And I feel like, yes, I honestly do. But the work that I've put in to get to this point has been so hard along the way. And I almost wish that I would have started a YouTube channel and a podcast and all of this way before I did. Like, I wish that I've been vlogging my whole life just so that I could show you guys the actual journey that it takes because I know I can talk about it, but I feel like when you don't see it and you don't watch it happen or you don't experience it yourself, you almost don't believe that it was a journey. And I know I'm talking about setting a cozy vibe and then I go into talking about an entire fitness journey, but everything kind of relates to each other. Everything's going to have all these puzzle pieces that take a long time to get to it. And it just, it is reassuring and it's nice to hear when people say that they look up to my lifestyle or they look up to my mindset with fitness and wellness. I was just hanging out with my friend Gretchen and she was like telling her sister Lucy that she was going to like me because we have this like similar outlooks on fitness and that she just loves hearing the way I talk about fitness and all of this stuff. And it feels really good because it's something that I've worked on. So it's nice when people recognize that and give like affirmations. That's one of my love languages. So it felt really good and it just got me thinking that I hope that people know that it did take a long time and that it's also so achievable. Every aspect of my life has been so achievable. Even success, you know, I feel like I am young. I'm 23 and I feel like I have built myself a successful career because I put in the work and it's not like I do these crazy 6 a.m. regimen that is super unachievable. That's not my lifestyle. That's not even my goal. So when somebody comments and they're like, oh my gosh, I wish that I had this lifestyle. I just want to be like, you can, you literally can, you can achieve anything you want to. And it all starts with the little small things. Go back to square one, do this habit stacking, do the inner work journal, envision the goal that you have and you'll be able to achieve it. I promise you, because if I would have went back to my five years younger self, I would be like, oh, there's no way I'm going to have my own house and have a dog and be mature enough to be able to pay my own bills and be my own boss, but still be productive. There's no way in hell I would have thought that I would get to this point. And it all starts with little things. It starts with the daily things and they're so achievable. So that's what I wanted to end on today. I wanted you guys to know that you can achieve the lifestyle that you want. And even though it's the fall time, even if you've been feeling unmotivated, you don't have to wait to the first of the year. You don't have to put all this pressure on yourself to be perfect because nobody is. And if you look at my life, know that there are so many weeks that I'm not perfect and I've still reached my goals. And even my goals are not perfect. My goals aren't to be perfect. And I'm happy with where I'm at. And you can be happy too without being perfect. Whatever goal you have, no matter how big it is, no matter how small, I promise you, you can achieve it. So yeah, that's what brings me to today's journal prompt, which is what are my goals for the fall time and my goals for the end of the year? So it's a two-part journal prompt. But before we end off the podcast, I feel like when I first started my podcast, I was always doing like life updates at the end and I would talk about Coco and stuff like that. So I want to keep doing that. Most of the people aren't coming here for that, but I do know my real ones who stay to the end do care about just like mine and Hunter's little life that we have. So 
I'm trying to think of some updates that we have. Coco just turned one yesterday. So cute. But other than that, I feel like life has been so slow lately in a really good way. And that's what our intention was. We have been all over the place, honestly, ever since we moved to California. So we're just kind of adjusting to life here. And it's been five months and it does feel like home here. But I've heard that it takes an entire year to fully feel like you have made a new state your home and I think that's true because even going back to Arizona last weekend I definitely feel like that's home and that's even just driving on the streets there and just knowing the directions without having to look it up and going back to my gym that I always work out at and being at my parents house like that definitely feels like home but there are things about California that also feel like home and I also feel like it's just the people that make home home and I was talking about this on my YouTube channel because this is something that I've honestly been struggling with ever since getting back from our Arizona trip. I really like California, the state. The state is my favorite thing. I love the beach. I love the restaurants. I love how much wellness is so abundant here. There's so many health cafes and like I can drive an hour and go to LA and go to Erwan and all of my friends are so into wellness and there's so many workout classes and all of that, which I love. I love being here, but I think that home is definitely about the community and the people and obviously most of my family is in Arizona and my hometown best friends are in Arizona and most of them won't be moving out of Arizona because they have like careers based there. So that's kind of an unsettling feeling that my family and best friends that are like family to me because I grew up with them are going to be in Arizona forever. So it's hard to decide what's right for us because we love California, but our families are in Arizona. So that's hard, but it has been nice just having our friend groups here that make us feel like home and even Hunter's best friend. I'm so grateful that he moved to California too. So he gets his best friend. I have really amazing friends too. You guys know that, but we also don't live right next to people, which is also hard. Hunter lives an hour from his best friend. Most of my friends live in LA. There's nobody that lives right next to us. And when we were back in Arizona, I definitely got reminded of that. Even just texting in my group chat with my friends and being like, does anyone want to go grab coffee before we go to our workout? And like, it was just so easy and fast to be able to see people. And just there's something about hanging out with your friends, just like at your parents' house and just looking ugly, not having to go to dinner and things like that. I mean, I don't know. It's just hard to feel that community feeling in a new space. So I'm really hoping I like will continue to build that because we do want to stay in California. Um, but at least I have Hunter and Coco. They are obviously home to me no matter where we are, which is a really exciting thing. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to follow my podcast Instagram also, just let me know if there's anything you want to hear on the podcast, what you like, what you don't like, all of that. I'm always down to listen and learn and adapt my podcast. So I love you guys. I will see you guys next Monday. Thank you so much for listening. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.